And if you're looking to list and sell these things, make sure that you start compiling all the documents that somebody's going to need. Basic stuff from survey all the way through to a full, complete applications for the tenants, the actual leases themselves or addenda that are supposed to go with that lease, because we've been piecemealing this whole thing together and we've got a ton of stuff. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Hey, welcome back. It's good to have you here today. I'm going to continue our conversation about this 24-unit deal that we are acquiring here in San Antonio. Just wanted to briefly touch on some of the updates and some of the things that we've done in the last week. And again, it's more of like things to look out for and things to do. If you are investing in single-family properties or if you are investing in some of these small multis, some of the information that I'll cover is going to be helpful. If you haven't invested in these things, or if you are a residential broker or agent and you're thinking about going into this market, I guess, to list these things and just break into it, then again, this information should be helpful for you because it's some of the things that are, I guess, different. So anyway, I'll go through, kind of give you the idea. Right now we're in the due diligence period and on a small multi, if there are operational inefficiencies that are currently in place. That's exactly what's happening now with this property. Ownership hasn't done anything to update the property. They've tried to maintain just the bare minimum so that they can continue to get the rents and hence the term slumlord comes into mind when you look at some of these units. And so what we're trying to do is simply go through and reduce some of the overhead by doing the updates in the units and making sure that the units are in top shape for the market. And so that'll reduce our expenses on a go forward basis simply because we're going to have less things that need to be fixed and repaired. Those things will be below the line. There'll be capital expenses that we actually use to fix up the property rather than ongoing contractor services or repairs and maintenance and that sort of thing in an ideal world, right? We're still going to have repairs and things that we have to do, but we're looking to reduce those. So what we've been doing Let's go through and looking at all the units and checking to make sure or see what needs to be done for those units. And we're doing the lease audit and checking all the applications and just seeing where we are with everything on the property. And one thing that's come to light is that the tenants have disclosed to us that there have been sewer repairs to the sewer line on the property. All right. So then when we were there touring it last time, I brought this up to the property manager. He said, oh yeah, that happened. Seller disclosure or the property condition report never lists anything about it. And so we've been going back and forth trying to find out some information. I pulled the permit list from the city and there's no permits that were ever pulled for sewer. So multiple people have told me that the work was done, but no disclosure has been made. No scope of work or repair invoice or anything has been provided. So we're in this strange limbo. Again, if you're looking to list these types of properties, it's really important that you have those conversations up front with your owners and you collect and provide all of that information well in advance of 30 days through due diligence. So that, and then also, again, if you're looking to list and sell these things, make sure that you start compiling all the documents that somebody's going to need. Basic stuff from survey all the way through to a full, complete applications for the tenants, the actual leases themselves, any addendum that's supposed to go with that or addenda that are supposed to go with that lease, because we've been piecemealing this whole thing together and we've got a ton of stuff. And so it's just a word of advice on the front end. If you're listing it, if you're looking to invest in these things, it is a word of advice to collect all of this information and make sure that you're covered. Obviously, if you have an attorney drafting up your documents, make sure that you give yourself additional time if these documents are not delivered in a timely manner. 
and then work with the agent and the property management company to get those things in a timely manner so that you have the opportunity to review those. So that's kind of where we are with this deal. You know, we're getting the loan terms. We've had a number of term sheets come back. Right now, this is beginning of January 2024. So rates for bank loan are looking anywhere from six and a half to seven and a half, depends on the terms. We've had some term sheets for 20 years, all the way up to 25, I think was the max number of years that the bank wanted to do. And we are seeing one year of interest only, but they don't really want interest only, anywhere from 0% origination to 1% origination. So those are some of the terms that we're seeing. And just when you're underwriting the deal, those are some of the things we're plugging in in the Texas market here for smaller loans, bank debt, a loan that's going to be less than a million dollars or non-agency sort of deal. So taking those things into account, everything else is looking good, assuming we can get something figured out with the sewer. So again, when you are acquiring these things, some of the things that you may want to keep in mind, if there is an issue like this, there's a couple of things that you can do. You can have the property completely permitted, right? You tell the seller, hey, you need to go and dig up the lines, get the city out, permit those things. You can have your inspectors and contractors go out and scope the lines and take a look at the lines, make sure that all the work was done professionally and how it was supposed to be done. So you're not going to have any problems going forward. You can ask for a price reduction. I mean, there's a number of things that you can do to try to mitigate the issue that's caused by not having this information. So again, keep it in mind, doesn't necessarily mean it's a deal killer, but it is a red flag. So that's kind of what we're working on. If you have any questions that you want to talk about this deal, shoot me an email, podcast at Agents Building Cashflow, get to me and we can catch up then. All right, you guys have a great week and we'll catch up on the next episode. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.